So if you are not, if you are right now not consuming something that is going to be quality calories in the form of contents for your relationships, is it any wonder why your relationship is falling to shit? So here's a question. Why are so many men struggling to be a man these days? Now with 70% of divorces being initiated by women and 80% of suicides being men, clearly we men are missing something. And that something is actually very simple. We are not training to become better men. Now, just like in the gym, if you want to be stronger in the bedroom, in your own head, and in the purpose you are here to fulfill, you've got to train for it. And that's exactly what we do on Inspired by Impact as we work towards igniting the impact we wish to see in our world. Now, let's get to it. Hello there again, my brother, and welcome to episode number 40 of Inspired by Impact and Man. Today is going to be a gooder. I know you hear me saying that quite a bit, but before I even jump into why today's going to be a gooder, if this is your first time here, welcome. If you're coming back, welcome back. But inside of every single episode, this is how we do. We are going to move you from implement or sorry, from inspiration to implementation by doing one simple thing. And that is running through what we call the mental muscle up. Now, this episode is episode number two inside of a four-part demo that I am doing. This is week number two of the Brotherhood Bootcamp. And inside the Brotherhood Bootcamp, we train for every area of life known as the prep work. Purpose, health and fitness, relationship, health and fitness, emotional health and fitness, and of course, physical health and fitness. And today, we be tackling session number two of the week, or of week number two, not the week number two. Week number two, which is relationship, health, and fitness. And this episode is definitely going to be for you if you are a man who is having some issues in the bedroom. And specifically what I'm talking about is, of course, sex and intimacy. So you're definitely going to want to stay tuned here because you're going to hear, I imagine you're going to hear anyways once I get into it, I have struggled with sexual anxiety for my entire life. You know how it is like when you first start dating somebody, like you're just gung-ho, you'll go, you'll you'll just fucking have at it anywhere. Well, I'm not speaking for everybody, maybe, but that's definitely how I was. Like when I think back to some of the places where I've actually had sex, it's, oh man, I don't know how I had the balls or the lack of brains to do that. But anyways, I'm not saying I want to get back to rooftop style sex, although that definitely has its place. What I am saying is I do want to make sure that just like with my body, I am not hitting sexual plateaus that will eventually lead me to completely sabotaging my relationship as I have in the past by going from being lovers to just being friends and roommates. So if that resonates with you, you're going to want to stay tuned. So first things first, before I even jump into today's episode, what I want you to do is keep your ears open for your notable quotable, okay? So what is the notable quotable? It's really simply as soon as you hear something that is like an aha moment for you, I want you to stop the I want you to stop the podcast, go into the show notes, download the MMU blueprint if you haven't already. That is the mental muscle up, which is the four questions that will take you from inspiration to implementation, and I want you to do it, okay? Cuz I we have a huge theme here inside of the Brotherhood Bootcamp, inside of Inspired by Impact and inside of Ignite the Impact, and that is less but better. Less but better. So you don't need to listen to this entire episode if you want to so you can hear how I demo this, by all means go ahead. 
But by the time we are done, you are going to have one idea, one quote that comes from either myself or my man, Philip Pape, who I am featuring. Well, no, I'm demoing today because this episode, along with the entire week two of the Brotherhood Bootcamp, is based on episode number 37 with my man, Philip Pape, over at Wits and Weights. You can find him at witsandweights.com, Wits and Weights, the podcast, or at Wits and Weights on IG. So that being said, I'm going to dive right into this, but I really want you to make sure that you are getting your notable quotable, that quotable of the day, okay? So if you are a man who is struggling in the bedroom and you hear something that's like, oh, okay, that's it. I want you to pause, do the MMU, and then take the action you need to ignite the impact you wish to see in your world. All right, let's get to this. All right, here we go. Question number one of the mental muscle up, what is your situation? Well, for me, I've plateaued sexually, not just for JL, but for me as well. So the quality question I'm asking myself here inside of this situation is what can I do to ensure that the passion doesn't completely fizzle out and that our level of intimacy doesn't go right back to where it was in 2020? Now, one thing I'm going to point out here, side note, one thing I'm going to point out here, you you heard two words there that I really want to emphasize, quality question. Okay, now just writing out what your situation is, that is a great start. So inside the gym and inside of the Brotherhood Boot Camp and the Brotherhood Brick House, which is getting launched March 19th, 2023, um, you're going to hear me talk about level one, two, three all the time. Level one, two, three has been a game changer for not just me, but so many brothers of mine, both inside and outside the gym. In other words, you need to have level ones. Okay. You need to have level ones inside the gym when you don't really feel like working out. So at least you get your workout done. And it's not going to be any different in the bedroom, okay? Trust me, I have done this so many times and it has worked out so well exactly how it has in the gym. In the gym, when I go in there, I'm thinking, okay, you know what? I just don't have it in me today. I'm going to have a nice, relaxing workout. And those workouts always end up getting fucking crushed and I end up playing at a level three. So level three, I go level one, two, three. It doesn't go higher than three, all right? So I'm not Goggins where I do a million. All right, so same thing in the bedroom where if I start off at a level one, there's a really good chance it's going to get dialed up to a two and maybe even a three. But I have to focus on the one in order to at least get my ass to the gym, in this case, the bedroom, right? So, <coughs> excuse me, what I'm talking about here in terms of level one, when you're, when you're writing out what is your situation, okay? You can just write out the situation as you see it, and that's fine. But for me, what I found, one lesson that I learned a very long time ago was that if you want to improve the quality of your life, what you need to do is improve the quality of the questions that you're asking yourself. Because if you ask better questions, you are going to get better answers. So say, for example, if you're asking yourself shitty questions like, why do I suck in bed? Why am I so anxious about sex? Well, guess what? You are now triggering your brain and your mind to answer that question. And it's not going to let you down. You're going to come up with a million and one answers as to why you suck in bed and why you're anxious about sex all the time. However... If you change the question to a quality question, then you will come up with a quality answer. So the quality question I asked myself again is this, what can I do to ensure that the passion doesn't completely fizzle out and that our level of intimacy doesn't go back to where it was in 2020? Okay, so that's a quality question. And now even reading it out loud, I might switch that up a little bit. I might say something like, what can I do to ensure that the passion keeps getting better and that our intimacy continues to grow as we grow as a couple? So that might be something I might say. All right, so now that I know my situation, just like I would challenge you to do with every single episode of Inspired by Impact, 
make sure that you are completing a mental muscle up and taking that notable quotable, right? So I'm going back to the episode with Philip Pape, episode number 37 of Inspired by Impact. And Philip and I weren't talking about sex. We weren't talking about sex. We weren't talking about relationships in this, in this scenario. But there's something that I really want to emphasize here before I get to the notable quotable. One of the things that I love to do is I love to find the principles behind why people succeed at certain things. Because if you can uncover the principle, now you can apply that across every single area of the prep work, which is what we did here, or which is what I did here. So here, Philip's talking about his nutrition, okay? So Philip's a nutrition coach. And this is, he's talking about his experience back in 2020 to 2021. So here's the notable quotable I got from Philip from episode number 37. He said, through the 2020, 2021 timeframe, I realized that I didn't have the other half of the equation figured out. I didn't have nutrition figured out. So what he was talking about is he, he had the, he knew what to do in terms of fitness. He knew what to do in the gym. He had got that figured out. He figured out what didn't work and he, and he started to learn what did work. But as everybody knows, you can't train a poor diet, right? Like he, his diet didn't supplement or complement his training regimen. So he had to have that part figured out too. So here's a little question I'm going to ask you. And this is, oh man, I'm going to hark on this so many times because this is another one of those foundational principles behind every single thing that I do with Inspired by Impact and the Brotherhood Bootcamp and Inside the Brotherhood Brickhouse. So when it comes to our physical health and fitness, like I said, we all know that you can't out-train a poor diet, right? Like you have to have those two. And there's many more components that go into it other than just those two. But those are the two that we mainly think of and talk about. So if you know that just going to the gym isn't enough and you have to feed your body what it needs to succeed, what it needs to progress the way that you want it to, why would it be any different with your relationship? In other words, what are you feeding your mind when it comes to your relationship. This one's going to sting this one's going to sting pretty good for you because I imagine it would because it stung for me. How much time in the last week did you spend reading a book or listening to something with regards to sex? With regards to intimacy, with regards to communication, with regards to being a better partner? That is your nutrition. The content you consume is your nutrition for your relationship health and fitness, your emotional health and fitness, your purpose health and fitness, and even your physical health and fitness. So if you are, not, if you are right now not consuming something that is going to be quality calories in the form of content for your relationships, is it any wonder why your relationship is falling to shit? Because it wouldn't be any wonder if you're eating shit or you're not eating healthy food that your body goes to shit. So why would it be any different with our relationships? Okay, so I'm going to give you an amazing book in this one because I'm revisiting a book that uh, that I read a long time ago and made a really, really good, uh, really good impact in my life. Uh, shout out to my boy James over at the Straight Love Podcast who uh, recommended this book um, for a second time because it actually got recommended to me when I was like 20 years old. And I didn't read it back then. But when James says something, I listen. Um, side note here, the number one book every man needs to read is The Way of the Superior Man. Okay, I'm not going to reference that in here. At least that's not the book I'm using. But that is the number one book that every man should read. So right now, if you don't have that book, I highly encourage you to pause this and order it on Amazon, download it on Audible, whatever you do, but get that book. It is a super short read. It's very powerful. It's filled with steps that can be actionable, um, especially if you run them through the mental muscle up. 
All right, so we got a notable quotable. Now we're moving on to question number two of the mental muscle up, which is what is your transformation? This is really simply, we got to figure out what we don't want and use that as the trigger to figure out what we do want. And this is really simple. Four things that I don't want. I don't want to settle for mediocre sex. I don't want to experience anxiety and let that get the best of me. I don't want to settle for shit sex and shit intimacy. And I don't want to disappoint both of us. I don't want to disappoint me and Jenny Lee, plain and simple. Okay, so now that I have my don'ts, what are the do's? Because I'm going to use those, like I said, to trigger what I do want so I can start making steps towards that. So let's go over this. I said I don't want to settle for mediocre sex, so what do I want? I want to be a fucking tiger. I don't know why that came to me, but it felt good. And by the way, when you're writing these things, write them like nobody's ever going to see them, okay? Like just use words that are good for you. You don't have to, you don't, if... Don't use words that just don't fit for you because, you know what, it may sound weird. Now, being a fucking tiger might sound weird to somebody, but it sounds great to me, and that's all that matters. So the second thing I don't want, I don't want anxiety to get the best of me, which means I need, and this is a big one, I need to redefine anxiety. Okay, so I've talked about this with um, a man, CJ Rodriguez. Uh, I've talked about this with Bobby T. Um, <sighs> redefining the feelings that you're having. Because anxiety and excitement are very, very close in what they do to us physiologically. So the physical response in the body is virtually identical, if not identical. So then what changes how you respond to that? The way you label that physiological feeling that you're having. And don't get me wrong, this is not something that will happen overnight, this is something like everything that's going to take practice. Inside the gym, you have to do rep after rep after rep after rep. And finally, it's like, oh, okay, this is what I was doing wrong with deadlifts. Oh, man, this is how I can get more strength in my squats, right? Because I know you're deadlifting and squatting. If you're not, then stop listening and unsubscribe. Um, anyways, um, same thing with here. Like redefining anxiety to excitement, that takes time. But the more you do it, the quicker your turnaround time becomes. So the turnaround time is how... How quickly does it take you to become the witness of your experience? Let me repeat that. How quickly does it take you to become the witness of your experience? Because if you can, in the moment, like let's say something's already happened and then, oh man, later on that day, you're like, oh, I should have thought about this like this. Okay, so then that half a day will then turn to a couple hours and you'll think about it later. But all of a sudden, you'll literally be in the moment and you'll be able to switch it on the fly, kind of like calling an audible in football, right? When you see a blitz coming, when you see anxiety coming, now you can redefine it after you've had the, or after you've developed the skill of becoming the witness. And you can just redefine it to excitement, which is something that I've done and used multiple times and has made a massive, massive, massive difference. Not fucking easy, but anything worthwhile won't be. Actually, that's not true. There's a lot of things worthwhile that are easy. Don't believe me on that one. All right, so the third thing that I said I don't want was I don't want to settle for shit sex, which means for me, the opposite that I wrote down is I want to focus on small steps, okay? Because I was going to say something along the lines of expect amazing sex, but that just adds more anxiety for me. So focus on small steps. And that's what I did. Like, what are those small steps? And I talked about this. What episode was it? It was like 34, I think, when I talked about relationship health and fitness in terms of having your level ones inside of the bedroom so you can focus on those small steps. And finally, what I don't want, the fourth thing was I don't want to disappoint both of us, which means I want to pleasure both of us. And side note on this one, one thing that I've been extremely guilty for in the past, and I still struggle with today, 
is this idea that if Jenny Lee doesn't come, then I didn't do my job. So that becomes my number one focus. And can you guess where I am not if I am focusing on that? I am not in the present moment. And what kind of sex and intimacy and partnership union connection are you going to have if you can't even be present in that moment? That was a rhetorical question. It's going to fucking suck. Okay, so I need to focus on pleasuring both of us because when I... When I and I've done this and it, oh man, this is, this is the most ironic thing in the world. So many times when I focus on pleasuring myself, that's when my partners will have the most pleasure themselves, okay? And specifically, obviously, right now I'm talking with Jenny, I'm talking about Jenny Lee, but in the past as well. Anytime I've had an amazing sexual experience with someone, it's usually been because I've been focusing on both of us, not just her and not just me. So you got to focus on, well, for me, I've got to focus on pleasuring both of us. All right. So now let's go to question number three. What is your inspiration? So this is what I wrote. It's so easy to fall into the trap of normalcy, which is synonymous with mediocrity in my eyes. Now I've done it with my body, gotten myself to a point where I'm good, but not great. And that's where I feel I'm at as a lover. Jenny Lee doesn't complain, but if her not complaining is my bar, then my bar as a man is pretty fucking low. Now, I want us both to look forward to sex, to be excited about it in advance and after the fact. I want to make sure that like with my body, I'm taking the small steps, getting in those reps and doing the things that we enjoy and bring us closer together. I want to be the kind or I want to be the king in the bedroom. And that will never happen if I don't do something about training inside of the bedroom. Oh man, which part of that do I want to talk about the most? Uh, let's see here. The one thing that is really interesting that I that I think about often is how much I used to engage in foreplay before even entering the bedroom. Now, what does foreplay look like? Foreplay looks like texting. Foreplay looks like when you're walking by your partner in the kitchen and she's cooking something on the stove and you pretend to go reach in the cupboard in front of her and just kind of grind up behind her just for fun and get her to do that little giggle. Like all those things are little foreplay things, right? So man, planting the seeds outside the bedroom so you can then plant the seed inside the bedroom. I didn't write that shit down. That was actually pretty good. Um, no, no seed planting over here though. Cause, uh, yeah, one Carl is enough. I can't handle a little Carl. Anyways, let's get back to this question number four. What is your implementation? In other words, the small, specific, and simple step that you are going to schedule and share with somebody in the next 24 hours, okay? So, side note here. Uh, Dennis, this is a shout out to you. Um, Dennis, you're going to be hearing one of his uh, mental muscle ups on the podcast right away because one of the things I'm going to be doing is taking the mental muscle ups that other brothers have done and sharing them on the podcast because like, I'm just one dude. I'm just one dude. You guys can get a lot from me, but you'll get a lot more from the other brothers inside of that brotherhood boot camp as well. And inside of our brotherhood. So I'm going to be sharing his, but one of the things that I didn't mention to Dennis and that wasn't crystal clear, or maybe it wasn't, he just overlooked it, which is probably the case. No offense, Dennis, but, um, is these action steps need to be done in the next 24 hours. This isn't shit you're going to schedule two weeks from now. It needs to be something. And that's why I put these check boxes here. Like when you download the MMU blueprint, you'll see those check boxes. If you can't check off at least the first four, of which there you're going to see there's six, 
The first four are small, specific, simple, and scheduled, which means is the step that you're planning on taking small? Yes. Is it specific? In other words, it's black or white? Yes or no? Yes. Is it simple, which means it's not complicated? Yes. Check that off. Did you schedule it, set an alarm, and put it in your calendar? Yes. And then the shared one, if you share it with another brother, that adds a little bit of extra accountability, and that's good. And every single time I do these, I'm sharing them on the podcast. So this is my share. It's kind of two birds with one stone. The sixth stone is where you mark off today at, okay? So let me go through this. What is the implementation? You start off with your I am statement because we are always going to link what we do to our identity. And inside of relationship, health, and fitness, one of my I am statements is this. I am the king, my queen, and I deserve. I am the king, my queen, and I deserve. That one fucking hits home deep with me, which is why I use it. So what is my small, specific, and simple step? Well, today at 5.30 a.m., and this is several weeks ago, today at 5.30 a.m., I am committed to, okay? So that's the next line that you're going to fill out. Today at X time, I am committed to, which means you're making a fucking commitment to this, okay? Not I'm going to try, but I'm committed to. So I put down, I'm committed to revisiting the book, The Multi-Orgasmic Man, so I can begin training outside the bedroom again and take my sex, intimacy, and pleasure games to the next level for both my queen and myself. All right, so... I, I'll, tr- I'll, I'll do my best to keep this one short. The multi-orgasmic man. I'll, I'll preface this with a question. Do you feel tired after you come? Yes or no? The answer is obviously yes. Like the, um, there could be memes all over the fucking internet about this one about guys. And I kind of joke about this with Jenny Lee sometimes. If there's times where I, where I come in, then it's just like, or I'll just pretend to, right? And then snore. And she laughs and it's funny. Although if we do it in the, in actual like real life experience, it's not funny at all, but you are literally draining yourself of so much energy. When you ejaculate, when you ejaculate, you are draining yourself of so much energy. Like, I don't know if you've ever done it before, like a workout or maybe, you know what? You've just had a hard, a hard morning or whatever. You're just feeling pretty frisked in the morning. You get one out and then your creativity for work just goes down the drain. That used to be me. Like whenever I'd be working every once in a while, and you know how it is as guys, sometimes you just get these random thoughts. You're like, man, I would love to rub one out right now. And then it's like, well, no, because I know if I do, my work is going to suffer. So how can I transmute this? And CJ and I talked about this on his podcast. Um, but like literally taking that sexual energy and just refocusing it, refocusing it. So just like I talked about how anxiety and excitement can be the same thing. It's just, what are you doing with them? It's no different with the sexual energy. So one of the things that I do all the time as well is I used to work at a place called Yoga Public, okay? So I was a TRX instructor there and I did personal training there as well. And guess what you see at the yoga studio? You see a lot of women that make you think and feel certain things, okay? So, but you can't just go hop around with all of them and you can't stare at them because that's fucking rude too. Um, So what do I do and what do I do with regards to right now, even when I'm just out in public and I see somebody like that. I got this from the way the superior man, by the way. I take that energy and I circulate it all throughout my body. And it just it just feels amazing. Like I know that may sound weird to you right now, but if you've done meditation, you'll know what I'm talking about. But you you this needs to be developed like a skill like anything else. So get your reps in. But I take that energy and I just recirculate it all throughout my body. And I'm, I'm always asking myself, how can I best use this energy right now? 
how can I best use this energy right now? And typically it comes into the podcast. Typically it comes to my men- mental muscle-ups. Typically it comes into me serving my brothers in some way, shape, or form. So that energy just keeps circulating and then it comes out in a very, very positive way, in a very creative way as just opposed to a shot out of my balls, right? So that's why I recommend definitely getting this book, The Multi-Orgasmic Man, but I would start with The Way of the Superior Man. Uh, That will be an intro to what this is kind of like and then this one kind of takes it to the next level. So that's where I'm at with that. Anyways, brother, I hope you got a lot out of this episode. Let me throw in this conclusion that's going to give some selfless plugs. And I really hope to see you inside the brotherhood. All right, my brother, there you have it. Another MMU in the bank. But if you've listened this far, you know what to do now. You need to do your MMU. One of the sayings that I'm definitely going to be going with later on is how do you end it that's going to be a shirt it's going to be a hat it's going to be a whole bunch of things but anyways seriously you're going to do two i'm going to challenge you to do two things right now number one you're going to go in the show notes download the mme blueprints and make sure you are doing your mme and then what you're going to do is when it is available excuse me apply for the brotherhood bootcamp why do i say apply because i'm not accepting everybody this is not going to be another one of those communities where everybody just comes in and mentally and mentally and emotionally jerks everybody off by posting oh you're so great oh that's such a great idea no you need to qualify for this it's like trying out for a team and you'll see what the details are of that but first things first i want you to ignite the impact you wish to see in your world immediately so download the mme blueprints if you haven't already run this through your mental muscle up so that you can ignite the impact you wish to see in your bedroom my brother until next time we got this we'll be right back.